Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Kerry Murdoch. Mobile commerce is coming. Many merchants, both large and small, are contemplating their mobile commerce strategies, and one merchant that has just launched a mobile version of its e-commerce site is the popcornfactory.com. The person responsible for marketing that company and that site is Tom Russell. He's Senior Vice President for the parent company of the Popcorn Factory, and he joins us today. Well, Tom, thank you for your time today. Thank you, Kerry. Good to be here. Tom, we're here to talk about a new mobile site that the popcornfactory.com has just launched. Mobile commerce is something that we're keenly interested in, and our listeners, smaller merchants, are interested in. But before we talk about the mobile site specifically, can you give us a little background on the popcornfactory.com, such as when was it founded, et cetera? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, the Popcorn Factory um, has been around for uh, more than 30 years now. It was founded in 1979. It's actually located in a suburb of Chicago, a northern suburb of Chicago, Lake Forest, Illinois. Um, it was originally a family-owned, kind of family-founded business, and then um, it was purchased by 1-800-Flowers.com back in 2003. Uh, and, you know, in that time it's become you know, easily one of the largest kind of direct-to-consumer e-commerce popcorn businesses in the country. Now, I know your uh, your parent there that you just alluded to, 1-800-Flowers, is, uh, is a publicly traded company, so you're limited on what you can tell us. But can you tell us, uh, just to give our listeners an idea of size, can you tell us, say, how many SKUs would be on the popcorn factor or how many inventory items? Yeah, you know, it, it varies by time of year. Our business is fairly seasonal, seasonal and so we'll go anywhere from, you know, 50 or 60 during a slower kind of time of year, you know, up up over a couple hundred during the, the you know, more critical times of the year for us, which is, uh, you know, Christmas um, season and the holiday season being number one um, and really kind of Halloween, which we're in the heart of literally as we as we talk right now today um, is kind of pretty, um, you know, is number two right behind it. You mentioned the business itself was founded roughly 30 years ago. Could you tell us when the Popcorn Factory first launched an e-commerce site? You know, it was well before my time, but I believe um, it was in the late 90s. You know, 1-800-Flowers, our parent company, has always been out there and was one of the, I think, was the first kind of merchant to open on AOL, um, which was a, a long, long time ago. 
Um, but it, we've had a we've had a, a website for quite a while now, and while we continue to um, send a lot of catalogs and do a lot of catalog business, you know, more and more of our customers are ordering online, and clearly the majority of our of our revenue does come in through the online channel. Are you able to speak about the back end uh, with such a large site? Uh, you're able to talk about the back end, like the shopping cart that you use, or is it a custom cart or? Yeah, so right now today um, we are on the IBM WebSphere commerce um, platform, mm-hmm. um, and the Popcorn Factory is on that platform. Another one of our brands, Cheryl's.com, which is a cookie company, is on that platform, and so that is kind of the platform that we, that we are on. Okay. So the PopcornFactory.com recently launched a mobile version of its site. Yep. Uh, and... That's sort of the topic topic of the day here that we're talking to each other about. My first question for you is, why did you do that? You know, we um, we want to be where our customers can access us, access us, right? I mean, it's it's as straightforward and as simple as that. Um, and more and more, obviously, people are carrying around devices with them, mobile devices with them, and they're using it for more than just placing phone calls, and they're using it more than just sending emails, um, and more and more commerce is being done over that. And so it's really um, an opportunity for us to be in front of our customers where they want us to be in, in, in front of them and to be with them. If they want to access us and they're on the road, they can absolutely do that now very easily. Does your company, Tom, do you view the new mobile site as actually conducting commerce? Actually, do you ex- are you hoping or do you expect your customers to actually buy product off that site or is it more window shopping sort of what is your philosophy for that mobile site the mobile site is absolutely an e-commerce site and customers can place orders on it and we are receiving transactions and revenue through the mobile site today i'll tell you that um so so that's our philosophy is to build it that way um we also recognize that you know, send, and a lot of what we do is gifting. Um, the, you know, I would say that more than half easily of our business that we do is gifts, both consumers sending a gift to another consumer, whether it's for their birthday or for Halloween or for the holidays, or businesses sending gifts to other businesses, right, to thank them for their business. Um, that's not the most impulse purchase where you're out on the road and you're like, oh, my God, I've got to send somebody a three-pound uh, or a three-gallon tin of popcorn. Um so clearly part of the objective is to uh, to have it be a marketing or branding element for us, but we absolutely built it to take orders on, and that's what we're doing right now. So when did you launch that exactly, the mobile? You know, we, we launched the site about literally, um, we launched it towards the uh, middle of September. Okay, so it's new. Yep. Uh, we, we write a fair amount and report a fair amount here, Tom, on conversion rates mm-hmm. in, in terms of what our readers and listeners can do to analyze and improve their conversion rate. Yep. Do you expect conversion rates? I realize your mobile site is new, but yep. do, you, do you have any sort of thoughts for our listeners on how you expect conversion rates to perform on your mobile version versus on your traditional site? Sure, I'll, uh, I'll speak to that in a couple of ways. First of all, I, I, we have not really started digging into conversion yet on the mobile site because it is so new. 
and because I know that a lot of the traffic that's come to it, at least in the first couple of weeks, was us kind of looking and playing and making sure it was up to snuff, and so the numbers would be a little bit skewed. Um, I'll tell you that for our business at the Popcorn Factory, usually for most e-commerce sites that I've been involved with in the past, conversion and traffic move in opposite directions, right? So the more traffic that you send to your site, whether it's through search or display advertising or whatever, over time that traffic is less qualified and so your conversion goes down. And the goal is to kind of optimize the buying the right amount of traffic to the right amount of conversion for your profitability. Um, in this business at the popcornfactory.com, conversion and traffic tend to move in the same exact direction, which means when I drive more traffic, conversion goes up. And the reason for that is, is because our, business, our businesses are highly seasonal. And so in November and December when people are in gift-giving mode and they're getting our catalogs or getting our other marketing materials, they are a very qualified audience and they are buying. And so we see quite a hockey stick in our business during the key periods of time of year where both traffic and conversion go up. I would expect the same on our mobile site. Although I would also expect that our mobile site might be a little bit more for everyday kind of occasion usage versus just the holiday season. Um, and so that's one of the things that we're going to be looking at is does traffic and conversion, what is the relationship between those two things in a mobile environment versus um, in our full-fledged kind of e-commerce site. And I'll say that, you know, we absolutely will be focusing on it because it is something um, at the popcornfactory.com that we literally look at our conversion statistics and traffic statistics every single day. And it is, you know, one of the most important statistics that we look at, frankly, right after daily revenue and, and kind of demand is how's our site converting. Do you have, as a company, do you have a long-term prognosis on mobile commerce versus traditional e-commerce, if I can use that term? Yeah, I think that over time, my answer would be that over time, I, I think that those terms will become blurred, um, and that there won't. I, there, I think that there'll be less talk about traditional versus mobile, because that over time, I think um, mobile will become more and more important. Now, having said that, I think that it'll be interesting to see what even happens to the definition of mobile. Um, you know, so I mean, even carry your opinion: is the iPad a mobile device? You know, I don't know, yeah. right? Right, and yeah. so you've, you've got this, you've got this whole class of technologies that are going to be coming out. And now, right now, with Apple's done what they've done, everybody else is going to come out with their slate or their tablet. And is is that a mobile device? And mm. if that is that device, can make a phone call, but you're not carrying it in your pocket. <laughs> and so it'll be interesting to see, really, what is the definition of mobile in the future versus as you call it, kind of traditional e-commerce. But I think that clearly, clearly they'll converge. I don't think that the, con the convergence will happen in the next 12 months. I think these things mm -hmm. always take longer than you think that they're going to. Um, but at the same time, I think that over time, um, the, you know, we won't talk about in terms of traditional versus mobile. We'll be talking about customers buying from us online. Your company chose a hosted mobile solution to roll out the popcornfactory.com's mobile site. Specifically, you chose Digby, I believe, yep, which correct. is an Austin, Austin, Texas-based company. Why, why, why did you do that versus developing something in-house? Mm -hmm. um, for us, it was really um, speed to market and resources. We've got a lot of technology work going 
on right now on our e-commerce sites, um, and we felt that an expert in this area could very quickly kind of get us up and running, um, and probably could help us, you know, make some right decisions about how to do it. Um, and just a little more background, you know, Digby launched a mobile site for 1-800-Flowers.com that has been fairly successful, and the Flowers um, team has been very happy with um, that site and working with Digby and that site performance. And so the choice for us is pretty simple um, because we already had somebody that, you know, we kind of knew, and our IT team knew. Um, we kind of saw um, the success, the really success that they were having. We said, why don't we give this a shot at the popcornfactory.com. I'm tempted to say, Tom, that they're, they're almost stri- it almost strikes me as something of a contradiction that that on the one hand you believe that mobile will be an increasingly large part of your business or of the popcornfactory.com's business. On the other hand, it's the one thing that you've outsourced. <laughs> right. Uh, and I'm not yeah, and I'm and I'm not um I'm not convinced that three years from now outsourcing will be the model. Um mm-hmm. this was really um our our chance to say um we can very quickly get this done. Um, mm-hmm. And we can get in front of our customers wherever they are and in a new way, and let's do this and kind of see what happens from there. Um, and once again, it was really a, a, a speed to market versus the available resources kind of issue more than anything else that drove it. And and I do think that the, the, the two will converge, but right now, you know, this mobile thing is pretty new to us. Um, so from my perspective, I, I just felt like, you know, boy, we can we can work with somebody who's kind of done this already. I think two or three years down the road, that might not be the case, right? Our listeners, of course, Tom, are smaller, smaller e-commerce merchants, uh, smaller businesses, freestanding e-commerce sites. Yep. They use they use a variety of shopping carts. We hear internally at Practical E-commerce, we count almost six hundred independent shopping carts out there. Yep. And yep. so, for the for the listener, that's. Uh, that's listening to us here. You're a, an e-commerce expert with a big company. What should they be doing? Limited resources. Uh, the mobile's coming down the pike. What's your advice to a smaller, perhaps family-owned e-commerce company as they analyze sort of the mobile commerce developments? Sure. I think that the um, the number one thing um, is to understand your customer and to understand and ask them, um, is this something that you're going to use? Is this something that makes sense for you based on how you interact with us? Um, really understanding that piece of it is important for a smaller company that is, you know, that that the level of investment um, is, a, you know, a bigger part probably of kind of their available money to spend on stuff like this, right? Um, so that'd be my first piece of advice: is you always have to understand, boy, does it make sense for the business that I'm in, for my customer, to do this, and is there value that they're going to get in um, interacting with my business on a mobile site? Secondly, is um, you know I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of companies out there right now. This is a very very hot area in e-commerce. I get calls and emails almost daily from companies who, you know, want to do something with us in kind of the mobile arena. Um, and there's a lot of companies out there. And there's a lot of expertise out there, I think, that is good for a small business to be able to tap into if they can find the right partner. 
And so I think that there's also, I'm aware of, you know, alternative ways of kind of tackling this where maybe there's a little bit less of an upfront spend that you might have to make with a company if it comes maybe with a revenue share component or something like that because I know that those models are out there. And so, you know, depending on the business that you're in and depending on who your customers are, if you want to go after this, I think that there's a couple of different ways to do it that might be a little bit lower risk. That's interesting. It just dawned on me as you were describing that. That is similar similar to a new merchant entering the e-commerce world. We typically advise them here to consider a hosted solution until they sort of get their arms around that business. And that's absolutely. similar to that's similar to what you're suggesting almost. <laughs> absolutely, right? I mean, yeah, um, it's, right. it's literally a, a, you can get a hosted solution. They're taking the orders and revenue. You're getting that revenue, and and they get a cut in order to build that. And you kind of both learn together. And and clearly, a business that's that's doing that and is finding that partner has a lot to learn about. How are my customers interacting with me this way? What is the value that I'm providing for them? And, and at the end of the day, is it adding you know more value to that business because you're able to interact with your customers that way? I should say we I mentioned uh I mentioned your provider earlier that company is Digby and for for uh for our listeners that are interested in looking at Digby that's digby.com d i g b y.com uh Tom we have just uh another minute or two left here any other thoughts for our listeners again smaller e-commerce merchants as they contemplate mobile or lessons that you've learned at the popcorn factory from mobile you know, I would say, once again, you, you have to um, always just think about your customer experience, and that's one thing that we spent a lot of time on before we push this site live is, you know, given the form factor of a BlackBerry or, you know, that type of mobile device, you really have to think through, um, just like you do on a full-fledged e-commerce website, clicks, and how much time does it take for somebody to get through the process, right? I mean, we know on our e-commerce site, uh, minimize clicks. Um, let the customer find the product as quickly as possible. Um, let them get the information that they want from one page about that product as quickly as possible and make it easy for them to add it to their shopping cart and easy for them to check out. We talk about that all day long. It's not any different um, when you're on a mobile device. And in fact, I would, I would argue that it's even more important given the difficulty of typing and entering a bunch of text and things like that, where it's just different than having a keyboard and a full screen in front of you. And so as you build it, it's not you just don't throw up a mobile site and say, there it is. You really have to work through, okay, I'm on this device um, with limited ability to enter text um, and limited ability to see things. So we tend to have, you know, much less products per page, and we'll show one product per page and a, you know, a very different kind of experience versus our full commerce site where I can, I can instantly do a search and come up with 48 items, right? It's tough to do that on a mobile device. And so my, my advice is that is really think, take it from the customer's perspective. Um, and as long as you do that, you'll be in good shape. Well, for purposes of our listeners, we've been visiting with Tom Russell. Tom is the Senior Vice President of Marketing, Gourmet Food and Gift Baskets of 1-800-Flowers.com, the large publicly traded company. That company owns several other companies. One of those is thepopcornfactory.com. And thepopcornfactory.com has recently launched a mobile site. I would encourage our listeners to grab their mobile device, 
their BlackBerry or their iPhone or whatever they have and pull up the popcornfactory.com. It's a very nicely designed site. And Tom Russell, the Senior Vice President of Marketing, we want to thank you for your time today, sir. You bet, Kerry. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.